Welcome to episode 31 of the Comfort in the Workplace podcast. All right, so you landed an interview for that big role you've been eyeing. Excellent. So how are you going to prepare? Are you going to play defense and try to prepare for every possible question that could be asked? Or are you going to go on the offense and make sure you're selling what makes you special? So to me, the best way to showcase what you have to offer is through storytelling and painting a picture of your value add. So I want you to prepare for your interview by getting comfortable with stories from your career experience. I want those stories to best portray why you should be hired for the job. But remember, your stories are not a one-size-fits-all. You need to prepare differently for each person you're interviewing with. So if you're interviewing with eight people, you should have eight different plans. Because remember, the stories that you tell are going to resonate differently for different people. So in this episode, I want to walk you through how I approached a particular interview process. So I'll give you a little bit of background on, on the role and, and the company and how I approached the interview. And then I'll talk to you about three different people I interviewed with, what my approach was and how, how it worked out. And then lastly, I'll give you some takeaways, a little bit of a checklist on how you should go about making sure that you're properly prepared for your interview. Okay, so here's some background. This was a CIO position that, that I was uh, applying for, interviewing for, and this one had a relocation. So um, I, I was going to have to you know, move my family, and so there was a, a, a flight involved, and, and they flew me out for, for the interview process a couple, a couple of times. And so initially, the, ahead of the conversations, um, ahead of the interviews, I had conversations with the person coordinating, and, and I got as much information as possible. So we met a number of times over the phone. You know, we had, we had some discussions about, about the company. We had discussions about the people that I was interviewing with. You know, we talked about the objectives. And so what I was able to do, I was able to, you know, understand that the, the company was a very flat organization. And so people ran fast. There was a lot of flexibility. Um, so there was an entrepreneurial spirit to it. The company was on a heavy growth trend, um, but it was also decentralized. And so the sales organizations were pushed, were pushed out in a decentralized manner. And, and the role that I was applying for was part of the, uh, the corporate office. So the, 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 the head office, home office, headquarters. And, and so with that, because it's so heavily decentralized, um, you had to prove value from, from that corporate office. And, and you had to make sure that you were selling um, what you were were providing, and, and and not everybody had to use it because it was so it was so decentralized. So that was a little bit that I was able to get back. And then also looking at the the history of the company, I was able to see that it was a very tight knit, family oriented type of an organization. People there were very dedicated, and they they bought into the history. And the founder, um, who no, was no longer with the company, but the founder was was even idolized, and so. Knowing all of all of this about the about the organization, it helped me to start to paint a picture of how I should position myself. And so, before I talk about the individuals that I interviewed with, just going through that founder one, the founder piece was really important. And so, I did a lot of research on the founder, how the founder, um, you know, d developed the company, how how he formed the company, what some of the values were. And I made sure that I had a few stories that resonated with me from from the founder and 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 how the founder approached approached customers and how the founder 
really looked at um, you know building the building the company, and so that was a critical piece for me is making sure that I had that. So no matter who I met with, because there was such a a, a dedication to the history of the company, and that was really core to it. The people were really proud of the the history. I made sure that I had some of those founder stories in my back pocket that resonated with me, so I was able to pull those out and and really tie into something that people could relate to. In, in the interview process, no matter what. So that was one of the things I had in, in my back pocket. Okay, so now being a CIO position, um, people obviously saw this as a, as a tech role, um, but I was meeting with people that, that weren't so, um, so much on uh, the technology side. All right, so I met with the CFO, I met with the head of HR, and I also met with the, with the CEO. And so for each of those, I approached those a little bit differently. So I looked at the CFO, and I have a very heavy experience in finance. And so what I did was I looked at some of the strategic things we did around finance, um, some of the transformation, some of the culture change, you know, how we were trying to move finance from being just an accounting organization to moving finance to being, um, to being a real true business partner and helping with business decisions and looking at strategy. And so I really wanted to pull that out and, and wanted to make sure that, you know, I was, I was painting a, a picture of how I contributed to finance moving strategically in the organization, moving from just accounting and, and operations to business partnering and, and making sure that they were strategic partners for the business. And so that was, um, that was the story that, that, I, that I took out for the CFO. So now I'm going into the, the interview with the CFO, and I got my story all laid out, and I feel really good about it, and I feel like I could paint a picture. And, and so I'm going to start off with a negative here, right, because I'm telling this story, and this, this, the person that I was interviewing with um, was like, oh, yeah, that, that's great um, on paper, but that's never going to be a reality. The accounting is the core and op operations are the core. And if you can't even get the accounting right, you know, who cares if you're doing all the strategic stuff? And so the, the story just didn't resonate with, with that person at all. Um, so I had to adjust on the fly and, and really get down to um, some of the, the, the nitty gritty on the accounting side and how we were able to make the accounting more efficient and focus on the accounting and make sure that we were able to clean up um, some of the issues with, the, with accounting. And so the, 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 the little lesson here is that you could do all of the prep in the world and sometimes when you, when you get right in front of the person, you gotta pretty quickly realize if your story is resonating or not resonating. And for me, the story was not resonating. And so I had to make an adjustment on the fly. Um, and I had to ask questions and I had to realize um, what was important to the person that was sitting in front of me. And I had to pretty quickly adjust and be able to tell a story of how I was able to, to fix the, the, the accounting. Nonetheless, th this this was an interview where you know I just didn't click with the person that I was that I was interviewing with, um, so I didn't feel so comfortable with it. And so now moving on to the the head of HR, when I look at when I look at HR and it's very similar to to IT, um, you have there's a role in IT that you play. Um, to some of the people that are your customers, internal customers, and they see you as somebody sometimes that's just um, just there for the administrative, just there for the, the governance, just there to deliver the technology, and they want you to get out of the way. And they don't see a lot of, um, a lot of strategic value in your role as a, a leader in technology. And you have to recognize that, right? So they, they see your role as somebody that can help facilitate, that somebody can help, that, that can help um, deliver the technology to them, but they, they feel like they're making the strategic things. However, you know, in the back of your head, 
that you have a role to the organization. You have a strategic role to the organization. You need to look after the technology. You need to make sure that the technology is being used effectively. You have to make sure that your the company resources are being used efficiently in the right in the right manner, despite what your customers have. So you play this dual role sometimes of you know of, of having a disconnect between the role that you know you're playing in your organization and the role that some of your customers have. And guess what? The same thing happens in HR. So a lot of times in the, on the HR side, you know, the customers look at it and say that HR is just administrative, that it's about comp. It's about um, the, the you know, yearly review season. It's about helping with the hiring process. And an HR executive is looking at it and they know that they're playing a strategic role in the organization. They're helping to make sure that we have um, efficient organizations in place, that we're using people to, the, to their, their best potential, that we're aligning skill sets to the opportunities that are out there. And so there is a there is a dis dual role disconnect on the HR side too. And so what I did going into the HR one is I, I leveraged that. And, and I, I, I related my experience on the IT side with something that I thought would resonate with them. And guess what it did? And we clicked, we clicked right off the bat and we had great conversations about the disconnect and how you make sure that you balance between the two and how do you bring those tough customers along and, and try to prove your, improve your value. And guess what? That also played into this idea of this decentralized organization and how we had to prove value from, from headquarters to the, the decentralized offices. And so it played out really, really well for me. And, and I was able to, to paint that picture and show that I can operate in that type of environment. And, and that resonated quite well with uh, the head of HR. And so then with the CEO, so this was the, the most interesting because um, uh, the, this, this, the CEO came up from the sales side of, of the organization. And so, man, as soon as I sat down at that, at that table, um, he brought me in. I mean, he was almost apologizing for not having a technology background. And, you know, you could tell that he was just uncomfortable and felt like he wasn't going to be able to have a good conversation with me because he viewed me as a techie person, right? So he's like, oh, this is a CIO position. It's going to be real techie. I'm not going to be able to relate to this person. But guess what? I did my research on the CEO. So I looked at YouTube videos. Um, I really paid attention to um, some of his keynote um, speeches that, that, he, that he gave and, and I was able to pull out that he had um, his number one strategy for the organization was to be a strategic business partner to his customers. And guess what? IT has customers as well, right? So everybody's got a customer. And so I was able to, um, to turn that around and to start talking to him, not about technology, but about how you listen to the customer. And I gave him a story of how I used effective listening to resonate with, with an executive that I was trying to connect with and that I was able to play that back to the, to the executive. I was able to solve some of the issues. I was, I was asking some questions and it was the exact approach that he was, he was preaching to his sales organization on how to, on how to listen effectively to the customer. And man, we, we, we hit it off. And so the conversation, you saw the switch in the conversation. As soon as I told that story, he starts leaning. He went from being apprehensive and almost apologetic on not, not being able to speak to technology to leaning forward. He was into the conversation. He was loving it. And it was really, really good feeling. And we didn't talk about technology the whole, the whole, the whole interview. And, and finally, at the end, he's like, well, we should talk about tech. I said, don't, you know, don't worry about the technology. I was like, there's plenty of people that have interviewed me on the technology side. We have to make sure that we're aligned on, on the strategy of how to approach 
um, technology in the organization. And, and we were, and it clicked. And he even got to the end of the, the interview and he, he pulled a book off of, his, off of his, um, his shelf and said, you know, I really think that you would appreciate this book. And so he gave me the book, you know, wished me luck. And, and the, interview, the interview was a home run for sure for me. Okay, so what happened? Um, I mentioned that this was a heavy relocation. And so while the interviews all went really, really well, my approach on storytelling really, really resonated with most of the people. And I gave you the one on the CFO side where it didn't quite quite resonate, but there were other people I interviewed with as well. And across the board, um, I, I, I really did a, a great job on the interview and they wanted, they wanted to hire me. Um, however, there was a significant disconnect on how big of a sacrifice this relocation was going to be for me and my family. And so at the end of the, at the, end of the interview and through the, the negotiation process, um, we just weren't <clears throat> connecting and seeing eye, eye to eye on what an appropriate compensation was going to be for the, for the relocation. Um, and so the, it, didn't, it didn't work out. They wound up hiring somebody, somebody local that didn't have to relocate that was um, obviously less cost to, to that organization. And so it was a great process, learned, learned a lot through it, um, and I felt really good about um, the way I laid out the sacrifice and what I thought an appropriate compensation was gonna be for the relocation. We just didn't see eye to eye on it, so we, we, we moved on. And so here's the key takeaways that I have for you as you're approaching the interview. Ask questions. Ask questions up front. Find out as much about the company as possible. You know, get some insights into what makes the company tick. And remember, there's there's a culture to an organization and there's a religion. And and to me, the culture is is how you operate. The religion is 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 the core of the company. That's what the company is all about. And that religion doesn't change no matter who's who's in charge. And so you think about um, that that organization that I just talked to you about. I mean, their, their founder was all about sales. It was all about the customer. The CEO came up through sales. It was a decentralized organization that was all about sales, about the customer. And so you have to remember that that's the religion of the, of the, of the, of the company. And you're not going to change that despite even, even if the company wants to be um, going through culture change. The culture is, gonna, is all about how you operate around that religion. And so that is a critical piece to understand going into the into the interviews. What is the religion of the company? Not the culture, the religion. What is its core? So find that out. Find out what the corporate strategy is. What is the focus? So you want to know what the, the top one or two initiatives are in, in the organization because you want to be able to relate to those. That's going to be the focus of everybody in, in, in the organization. But then you want to research individuals. So look at job titles. Go to LinkedIn. Go to YouTube. You know, go see if they were interviewed on on Fox Business or CNBC. Um, you want to you want to understand as much um, ab about the individuals that you're you're meeting with as possible. And it's not always that you know, everybody you meet with isn't going to be on on YouTube or interviewed on on a network. Um, so you're going to have to be a little bit creative, and that's why I think LinkedIn is a great way to to find out a little bit about their background, see if there's something that you can you can connect with, and then despite. Despite all of the practice in the world, all of the preparation in the world, all of the research in the world, you have to be able to adjust on the fly. You got to be able to clarify with questions. You got to be able to uh, make sure that you're able you know, to pull out a story that maybe you didn't completely prepare for, but you got to be able to make that adjustment on the fly. And then as a safety net, and 
as bad as an interview could go, if you didn't connect with the person, you couldn't pull out a story, you know, you just weren't able to answer some of the questions, in your back pocket, you got to have a one to two minute elevator pitch, a quick hit story that shows your value add, that you're able to showcase, you know, why you think you're right for the role. Even even if you didn't resonate with the person, even if you didn't click, make sure you have that elevator pitch in, a, in your back pocket. All right, so that's the approach that I suggest that you take. I mean, I think if you if you go through this, if you 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 check off all of those boxes, you know, I'm I'm certain you meet with eight people, you know, six of them um, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna do a good job with, and and you not you don't got to be perfect on it, um, but you you do you do have to make sure that you're you're checking some of these boxes, and at the end of the day, what you want to do is you want to do your best, and you want to make sure that no matter what, you're able to um, to give them an idea of what your value add is. So please join me in creating comfort in the workplace by respecting team members and demanding excellence.